Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055 The King. Get the King out at 1055thekeen.com and the Show at Hit me up on Instagram, The Boss Man Show, Twitter, at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's The Boss Man on your radio. Listen to The Boss Man Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball boxing, golf, and more. Better Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Covering content and hot topics from A to Z. Sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews. You name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or Check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker.com backslash BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network. show we're going to talk to my man here you see him on the screen there brian dunlap here kathleen university out there man you see him as nice polo represent for his panthers coach what's up man how, how you doing man I'm, I'm blessed man i'm blessed trying to stay cool out here in this heat down in south carolina but other than that i'm blessed all good how you I doing today? i hear that coach i'm asking you man uh you know you've been on this job going to your second, second, second season here man so but tell me like how's that been coming in year one setting the foundation, going to year two, man, and growth in your program. Yeah, we um we were able to um I thank the I thanked our student athletes last year, the guys on the team, just for allowing me to come in and coach them. I know it's not always easy having a brand new coach and having returners and then bringing in your your own guys, so to speak. Um, but it, you know, I thank them a lot because they allowed me to be myself. Um, they showed me who they are. Um, they they were very receptive of us being able to um, be hard on them and be tough on them, but also you know, love them up as well. So we were able to do some things and we, we were pleased with, you know, how the season went um, last year. We know we came up a little bit short, so we're going to try to make sure that 
we don't come up short again this year. But um, it's been a great transition. And I'm always for people make the place. And, and our, um, you know, it starts at the top with our president and then our director of athletics. And then uh, as well as my the other coaches um, within the athletic department, administration within the athletic department, they made it open arms and felt welcome and loved all the way through. And it's just a great family atmosphere that we have here at Claflin. Yes, indeed. Claflin's very historic school in South Carolina. And to talk, talk about that, um, Coach Dunlap, being able to recruit in an area where it's a lot of players that can get them to Georgia, you can get to Florida, you know, you can get them to Alabama. So talk about the regional location of where you are at, at Claflin and also being able to cast a wide net, knowing how the landscape is at D1 is right now. So a lot of high school guys, the JUCO guys, are getting overlooked mm -hmm. right now. Yeah, um, we haven't we haven't been able to tap quite in yet with, with all the high schools down here in South Carolina, but that is definitely a plan that we're going to do. But um, being in a central location here in Orangeburg, you know, not being only a couple of hours away from Charlotte, a couple of hours, a few hours away from Atlanta, um, and then, it, you know, it was a quick plane ride, too, back in the DMV area and things of that nature. Being on the East Coast with the type of players that are here, and then also getting to the JUCO ranks, um, I think we've done a pretty good job of being able to identify um, not only the quality talented players, but quality student athlete that we have to come here to Claflin. And that's helped us out a lot. Um, like I said, being in a central location in Orangeburg and just being, not only having to get on the flights, being able to get in the car and just driving, you know, an hour and a half way, hour and a half way, this up north and south, you're going to run into some players. Like it is what it is. And it's always good to know you're in an area where you're surrounded by players for sure. <laughs> man, because players make you look good. That's keep right. You employed, keep checks <laughs> coming in. So, you know, it's all good. We got to make sure you win games, too. For sure. mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And, 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 like, and who are some guys you would say, a coach don't have to really improve over the summertime? You're looking forward to seeing what they do here as in, in the fall here to get ready to start playing November. Well, I think all our guys that, um, especially returners, you know, they they worked hard a lot this summer on and off the court. Um, they they've done some they've done some networking things that they've been able to do as well that have set them up for after after Claflin after basketball, which I'm proud of them for doing that as well. Um, they, they've been in the gym, uh, really getting their work in. They gotten stronger. Uh, some of the guys they look they look different. You know, their their walk is different. Their swag is different. Um. Even their, even their talk is a little different. You know, it's a little bit more mature. And they understand collectively as a group. So I, I can't point out any one in particular. I think all as a whole, they've communicated a great deal throughout the summer with one another. Um, I think that we did a good job of trying to um, establish that foundation of being family first last year. And just for them to check on each other throughout the summer and, and you know, make sure everybody's doing what they're supposed to do. And, and that you you see that now. You're starting to see the, the fruits of that labor, what they've been doing. And our communication has been really good here in this early portion of the um, school year. And I'm looking forward just to continue to enhance that piece as well with our um, productivity with our with our bodies and our game. And But we always talk about communication first. And as long as we communicate with each other, everybody's on the same page then we can keep moving in the same direction. And I'm proud of the guys, especially with the Turners. They've done a really good job of that. And they've welcomed new guys like that, too. I mean, our new guys we've brought in, they've they've really welcomed them with open arms and have tried to just make sure they communicate with them. So it isn't coach always talking. You know, I'm going to talk enough from October to, to, to the, through March. But yes. this is their time to kind of, like, run the show for each other. And, and I've been I've been very pleased with that thus far. And that's, I would say, the two teams, best teams I was on, but teams that we policed each other, where we was accountable to each other, where 
coaching have to come into us, do seven on sevens, or go out and catch routes, go out and catch passes. Mm-hmm. It was, hey, look, we're going to go out and catch passes, catch routes. It wasn't like, oh, man, we got to work out. It was like we want to get out there and get, do extra work. So two best exactly. guys I've been on were player-led teams. We sure. had, had the coach, energy and effort, and accountability. We had, we had to do that, man. You're already behind the eight ball. 100%. I'm with you, 100%. Yes, indeed, my brother. And you know what, man? Talk about this, too, for people listening in Atlanta and my affiliates and beyond. What are the pillars of your program, and what kind of young man are you looking for to be part of this Catholic program and and be a part of what you're building down in Orangeburg, man? Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing is first, you know, Claflin was built uh, our academic prestige. And, you know, we, we have one of the best incoming um, classes, freshman classes this year, um, with, with, a, with a great GPA. Uh, we strive that in the athletic department as well. Athletic department overall GPA this past year was 3.2. So, you know, everybody understands that we're student first and then we're athlete second. But the other piece is we want guys who want to who wanna be good. Excuse me, let me take that back. We want guys who want to be great. You know, if we're recruiting you, you're probably good, but we want to see if you're going to work to be great. But not only just on the court, but also in the classroom and the community as well. We talk to our guys a lot about just trying to be the the holistic side of, of of a student athlete. You know, don't just don't just pigeon yourself in and put yourself in a box and say I'm only a basketball player. You more than that. You before you had a ball in your hand, you were a human first, right? And so we, yes. we we try to build that piece so you make sure you go out here and when when it's time to hang up the shoes and the ball keeps bouncing for others but not for us anymore, then we making sure that you're in the right place and you put yourself in the proper places to be able to succeed. And, you know, and that's for us. That's the ultimate sign of success. You know, the wins, the losses, that's great. But just seeing just seeing your student athletes grow and 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 know that they're being productive citizens in, in, in society when they when they finally get their degree and they walk out of here. Um, that's the that's the most successful part for me. Uh, when I hear back from them 10, 20 years down the road and they're telling me about their new job or they're they're um, they got married or or they're about to have their first child or what have you. Just about life, you know what I mean? Because we we just happen to be coaching a sport that deals with a lot of adversity, which we were hit in life. But it's just it's through the game of basketball. So we just we just rather preach that a lot of just being. Don't think of yourself as only this, because you're more than that. And we try to culture you and, and help you grow to that to be bigger than just a basketball player. I think that was the thing about coaches. I played at Tennessee State, man. That's what I that I regret we didn't have. It wasn't like. After football planning, it wasn't that, that didn't go on for a second. Like mm-hmm. you're here to play football, but now I'm lucky. My degrees in business and communications. It's business, and I've been doing this since 2012. So it's like you. you know, so like so I figured it out. Cause I'm not a dummy, but it'll be it'll be good to like have that kind of like you're doing, give you guys opportunities to, to get some networking, get some get some inroads. So when it does stop. They have something, you know, yeah. that they can build on to and grow into and have and sustain and, and work for yourself. Basically, me, coaches, that I I know if I don't interview you today or do my job today, I don't eat. Right. I love that. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's all on me. You know what yep, I'm saying? Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's like for me, I love that having this, my own destiny in my own hands. So I think it's good that you all care about the holistic, that holistic piece of. Hey, their mental health, their their life after basketball, their life as a man. Because I feel like that piece needs to be attended to just as much as the piece of us on the field or on the court as well. 
Definitely, definitely. I mean, we are, we understand that we are just another uh, part of the vessel and that helps uh, along their journey. You know, we we are we've been put in a, in a in a situation in a place where we have been gifted the opportunity to continue to grow someone else's prized possession, which is their child. And so we we don't take that lightly, and we understand that that um you know along the way we're building them up, and we're we're part of their growth as a human. We're part of their growth and their maturation as being from a young, a young adult to a, to a, to a grown man, and and we need to help show them those ways as well. No doubt. And, and coach, so tell us about your being at the Claflin last year, man. Going to CIAA, but on the road and how, no matter where you played at, whether home or away, it was going to be a battle. The crowds was mm -hmm. insane. The vibes were insane. So talk about that that, that first trip through last year as, as represent. Uh, that. Well, it was great. You know, I, I had been in the CI before and uh, I have family members that that have gone to other um, CIAA institutions. So I understood the pageantry. I understand the, the, the passion that's behind it um, and what the CIAA represents and all of that, but also what the CIAA tournament represents. You know, we we love we, we talk about a lot. We preach toughness and, and, and competitiveness. And those are two things that we want to always be on. You know, have an on switch, and that switch can never be turned off. And and we talk about toughness. We talk about everything that is required. You know, do everything that is required. That's tough. You know, like you said, if you don't do this interview, you don't eat. But that's part of your toughness, though. I know that I have to do this because this is required of me to put food on, on, on my table. You know, put food on my plate. So so we we talk about that a lot in the competitiveness. I've always loved to compete in any sport that I've played. I love to compete. And I want to be around other competitive people. So that's one of the things that we search within our recruiting process and our evaluation of how competitive is this student athlete going to be? Like, and not just in basketball. How can you be competitive in the classroom? Um, can we have a competitive walking contest? Who gets to the door first? You know what I mean? Like, whatever it is, like, I want I want to see your drive and your competitiveness. So we talk about that. So when we have that toughness and that competitiveness, knowing how tough the league is and how tough the environments are, you know, if we feel that we are prepared that way, then we're going to be able to hold our own. We go into these arenas and these and these and these um gyms within the conference, and like I said, and we look to try to get those guys, and we have enough of those guys. I think in the, in the in the stable will allows us to to um, perform well on the road, which it did this past year as well. And that was me. I I, I want to compete, like you said, going to the dining hall, compete, going to this building, compete. That was me. I was told to dial it down and chill out, bro. I I don't care. We playing spades, Uno. I want to win. Right. I'm with who you. I want to win. Yep. I don't want to lose to you. Yeah. I want to better tell you I beat you and say yep. with some words I can't use on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but the thing is, you know, at the end of the day, like you say, you rather be told to calm it down as opposed to rev it up. I've always believed it's easier to slow down than to speed up. You know, and so if you got guys that are competitive like that and they're built that way and they're wired that way, you know, I can kind of tame them and put a, and, and pull them back a little bit. But when it's time to go, I know they're ready to go. And those are the guys I like being around for sure. Like, Zip, right here, you're my sixth interview today. Mm -hmm. Sixth one. It is mm -hmm. two o'clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's toughness, though. You know what I mean? That's toughness. That's what I'm talking about. Let's get it done. Yeah, like, I tell you all the time, look, 
I, I, all day. I have to research all night to talk all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> you know, yeah. now, you know, so I, I'm, I'm about that toughness, man, for sure. And, you know, for your guys, man, and, and their the, the degrees, man, I feel like you didn't get Carolina region, like Charlotte up the road, you got Columbia, Atlanta. If you get the right internship and you get the right inroads, man, got you ahead. With the way the tech market's growing around the southeast, you have a lot of things you can do, man. And yes, sir. having yes, stuff come stay down the street, the good, yep. good experience is there for you, know, Orangeburg, stuff like so much that Claflin offers us that's good for a young man. I, I want young men to give you opportunities. So I have you on my show so so we can, can go down there and play for you, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you know, do, do 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 the thing, man, because I feel like it's, it's good, it'll be good for them. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's um like I said, like you Orangeburg is is ever growing city. Um, you know, with the and with South Carolina State being right next door, you know, um, and that being a research institution, and then what we're trying to do on our end and, and the academic prestige that we have, and like I said, to go back to the leadership that we have with Dr. Warmack as well as our director of athletics, Mr. Tony O'Neill, you know, they've done a really good job of getting out there and 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 putting our brand out there. And then we're and we're going to try to continue to to piggyback off that leadership um, from an athletic standpoint and try to get our brand out there as well. But not only Claflin, but also men's basketball to help to help push the brand. You know, uh, I believe that athletics can be the front porch of your institution, and I think we and we got to try to use that to our advantage as much as possible to 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 push Claflin Claflin University out there. So everybody throughout the throughout the United States and globally as well know who Claflin is. Especially if you all don't have football. Right. So men's basketball is the flagship program. So hey, you all have to be that front door, be really that point of entry. So, yeah, no exactly. doubt. So that's why I said you all got to be – you all are that breadwinner for them, man. Now, let me ask you this, brother. Um, I know on the D1 side, NC State has to go play guarantee games to raise mm -hmm. money. Is mm -hmm. that an aspect on your side in D2? Because how, how do you go about scheduling non-conference games in D2? Well, fund, fundraising is is a piece um, that I think everybody has to do nowadays, especially to stay up with the Joneses and how things are going. Um, scheduling this past year, I won't say difficult, but because of the season that we had last year, um, probably some teams wouldn't play us because of, you know, they see our end, our end result from our record. Um, but we have a pretty tough schedule this year. Um, it hasn't been released yet, but we have we are we have some non-conference games where some some really tough and and um, perennial top twenty-five Division two opponents. Um, we have a, we have a trip that we're taking our guys once again to try to culture them and and take them places that they probably wouldn't go on their own if they weren't a student athlete. And that's the same thing basketball was able to do for me and afforded me um, when I was in college. Um, and, and, and even before college, you know, it allowed me to see a, a number of different states and be a number of different places that I never thought at one point I'd ever be. And so that that helped me grow. And so we're just trying to get back and do the same things for our, for our young men um, within the program. But we all got to fundraise. We got to do our part. And and we do it in a variety of different ways, um, not just having to play um, guarantee games, but we, we try to do it in a variety of different ways so we can bring in money to the athletic department as well through our program. Got two more for you, brother. Uh, one of one of me. At what point in your journey of life decides you want to get into coaching and and, <laughs> and this, this be your life's path, man? Funny story. I never wanted to coach. Um, 
So my senior year, my senior year in college, you know, I was trying to trying to go overseas and, you know, overseas is not as um, didn't have as many jobs now back then than they than they do now. But I was trying to go overseas and then my high school coach had called me after the season. Um, I was getting toward ready for graduation. He's like, hey, I need I need a coach, you know, this upcoming year. He was like, but if you decide to go overseas, you can leave at any time. And I, I like I said, I, I didn't want to coach. Um, I had done it in the summer, like for summer league and stuff like that for my high school team when I would go back home. But, you know, it was cool, like, just to do it then. But I never saw it as as that was going to be my calling. And then my high school, like I said, my high school coach called, and I went back. And I remember the first few practices, first couple of weeks, whatever, I just sat on the side. I didn't say anything. I'm like, that's that's one of my mentors, one of my father figures. Like, he taught me a lot. Like, what am I going to say that he probably can't, you know what I mean? And then we had a really good staff of other assistants as well. And they're all older. I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't know what, what I can bring to the table other than just trying to get out there and play because I'm still in playing mode. And so one day, um, coach decided to um, take him and other the staff members to a – they were going to scout an opponent, but – he left me there to run practice. So I ain't had no choice. And then so more so, it wasn't so much the basketball piece. It was more so the reaction that I received from, from the players on the team at that time and how they uh, really were locked into what I was saying and they enjoyed my input. And then after that, they would come up to me and ask me more questions. So that's why I kind of fell in love with it. Um, not thinking still that I would go into coaching, but I, I was like, okay, I, could, I maybe see myself doing this. And then – a couple of years later, I didn't get. I became a head coach of a brand new high school. I was the first ever coach at that high school, and then that was it. Just, I mean, it's been rolling ever since then, you know. And then the 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 give back that I've been able to give to um, the student athletes, even on a high school level and a collegiate level, that has been the most rewarding thing for me. Um, the basketball piece was always the easy thing, but just getting to know and cultivate those relationships and build those relationships, and still have relationships with a lot of my players to this day my former players as an assistant and as a head coach, that's what, that's what, it, that's what got me, you know, and, and it hit me hard to the heart. Now, this is also another thing dear to my heart too. Uh, what are some cool food spots down there in Orangeburg, man? Cause I'm coming down there for a South Carolina State game. So okay. Okay. I got to know what, what's some cool food spots down there when I come down there to Orangeburg. You know, I'm going to catch you while I'm down there too. Yeah. Come cover this 1A games, the MEACs, the MEACs even, so. What's the yeah. who's about to be me and me and my staff to get up, man? So tell me, what's your what's give me two of your favorite three, two or three favorite foods that you love? Well, my staff and me, we like pizza, wings, and barbecue. Okay. Okay, pizza, wing, and barbecue. So pizza spot, the original house of pizza. Uh there's two of them, but I, I think one's a little bit better than the other. Um I had to tell you what that one is. I mean, that's really good. Uh wings, they had eight town wings. Um, they're good. They have a bunch of different flavors, as well as this place called Philly Special. They got good wings too. Um, they actually have fifty cent wing every Tuesday and Friday. So my well, well, we be uh, on Friday and Saturday. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. So um, um, Duke's Barbecue. Now it's not open all the time, and it's only open during a certain time. But that's pretty good. Um, there's a place called Biddy Banquet too for fried chicken. Like it's pretty good. Um, that's the spot. And then a good sit-down restaurant is a place called Chestnut Grill. Um, it's a little, it, it's a little on the higher end, but their food, all their food is good. All their food is good. So you know, those are the main spots that I would that I would recommend you hit up 
Hey, the hiring cool is a tax write-off. It's cool. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. So that 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 may be an after game one, but and they're they're open Tuesday through Saturday. They're not open Ooh. on Sunday and Monday. Yeah. Yeah, because we'll be there Friday, Saturday, leave on Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Well, Coach Ben, look, it was fun to chat with you, brother. We'll do this again real soon. We should number off lines so and contact with you, my brother. But it was good get you, you get you on this show. Get the Claflin name out there, these listeners, these TV viewers here, so they can hear about you and your program. Hopefully, donate to you and support you guys, man. Nah, I appreciate you. I appreciate you having me. And like I said, when you come in town, let's link up and uh, I, I take a couple of places. No doubt. It was fun, brother. It was really fun, my guy. We got to do this again real soon, man. All right, buddy. I'll right, be good. Right. Yeah. BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV, covering content and hot topics from A to Z. Sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews, you name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker dot com backslash bs3 network you are now tuned to bs3 network what's up good people but online is your number one source for all your betting needs the latest odds lines and matchup reports for baseball boxing golf and more Better Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Better Online. When the game starts. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055 The King. Get the King out at 105thekeng.com and the Boss Man Show at bossmanshow.com. Hit me up on Instagram, the Boss Man Show, Twitter at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's the Boss Man on your Radio. Listen to the Boss Man Show with your host JR Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.